Did you know that Can We Be Real's first birthday is coming up in the middle of May? And we wanted to say thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And also, there's a birthday present that you can give to us, and it's absolutely free. You know that follow button on either Apple or Spotify? 63% of the audience who listens to this podcast have not hit that button yet on either of those platforms. And our goal is to get that down to 50% so that we have at least 50% of our audience who have hit follow on either Apple or Spotify. This helps us move up the charts. It helps us to grow, which means we can invest more money in making this podcast even bigger and better in our second year. So if you can help us reach our goal of 50% of the audience, that's another 13% of you who listen right now, hitting that follow button on Apple or Spotify to help us to continue to grow, that would be the best first birthday present ever. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, can we be real? How are you going? Yeah, very good. Hey, I have been watching the UK uh, I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Now, how do you get... On, when, online, on your computer. Online, because yeah. they do it on the Gold Coast, don't they? They film it here in Australia. Yeah, that's where the jungle is. It's mm. like, what, 15 minutes from Palazzo Versace or whatever it was you know, you know, I've been a, a stand-in for, for Ant and Deck. Have you? What hosts. do you mean? Well, they, they, they don't host... Like, they come out and do rehearsals. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the day before. Right. But they need to test all of the cameras and do like a run-through of all of the things. Yes. And so I had to be like deck or ant, one of them, and reading the auto cue and going through all of the bits and pieces. Yes. All of the footage is going back to London so they can check everything. And then, uh, yeah, I had to do this random gig back in 2014. Oh, fun. Yeah. You would know more than me. That's a really good story about that farm, where it, where it is, right? Mool- is it Mwoolumba? Mwoolumba. That sounds yeah. right, Mwoolumba. And um, I, I remember a makeup lady who worked on the show, worked on the show for years, telling me that apparently I think the family who owned the farm was going broke. The farm was going broke. Right. And then all of a sudden this, you know, production crew showed up and said, hey, how would you feel about letting us make this show here? And they went, we'd feel fucking great about that, actually. Yeah. And it's been there for, I don't know, decades now. And, and it's a huge production. There's like yeah. six or 700 people that work on that show. Yeah. yeah. Every mm. year. Yeah. And uh, so it's it's great. I love it. I love the, the British version, you know, because I love British TV. And um, this year, Jamie Lynn Spears is yeah. there. Britney Spears' sister. Britney Spears' baby sister is there, and she's cute, but, like, nervous, you know? Is she talking about her sister on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, she's talking about, well, she's talking about her sister a fair bit, but it's it's interesting because she's not getting much camera time because she's so sort of nervous. I think she's scared about saying or doing something to upset Britney. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the others are saying, oh, do you think Britney would be watching? She goes, yeah, I think she will be. And so I think she's so tense about that that she's sort of not speaking or doing much. Yeah, and plus I think she got uh, lots of fire during all the conservatorship type stuff as well. Absolutely. So I think she'd be, yeah, terrified to talk about any of that. Yeah, definitely. Brittany's made it clear a couple of times that she's upset with Jamie Lynn and she blames her as much as anybody. And So Jamie Lynn said at one point, I'm the only person in Brittany's life who's never taken anything from her. And then um, the internet begged to differ pretty quickly <laughs> and came out and went, um, what about that $170,000, you know, this time that went into your accounts from her? And So, yeah, I think the poor little kid's like, ah, I'm yeah, right. scared of what coming out of here and finding out that I'm part of a big shitstorm. 
So she's definitely the most internationally famous. There's like her and Nigel Farage are the most famous people in there. Who's that? He's the right-wing politician who's, you know, (laughs) fought for Brexit and he's like, well, you know, I just got sick of not being able to get a doctor's appointment because there were so many immigrants. He's that guy. He said that the other day. Just everyone was just chilling down by the pond and he just gave it a bit of immigrants, eh? Aren't they annoying? So is he the Pauline Hanson of the UK? Yes. The Trump. Yeah, he's Mm. that guy. They think the only two I'd ever heard of, which I kind of, I love that about British TV. So I'm a celeb is that. It's always like the first night everyone goes, Oh, I'm a celeb, never fucking heard of them. You know, that's kind of the point of the show. And then when you're one step removed because you don't live in the country, it really is that. You're like, (laughs) who are these people? Mm. Um, And especially now we're in like the 20-something year. God, who are these people? Well, the person who seems to be getting the most screen time is really who is this person. Uh, Her name is Nella Rose. I'll give you an example of why she's getting so much screen time. Um, I saw this exchange happen first and I was like, Okay, who who is this person? She's having an, an exchange with a guy called I think his name's Jack, mm-hmm. and he um he's a French fella who is a host of a dating show. There is he? Oh, let me check. And uh, I think he's like on. I think he hosts like um, Love Island or something. Yeah, that's or? it. That's is it. Is it Love Island? Yeah, UK. I, I think it's one of those. Or Geordie Shaw? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's it's a classier one. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, listen to their exchange. What's happening is it's dark, it's night time, and I think he was a chef initially and then he got in that great way. Then they went, oh, he's kind of charming. Oh, he's a maitre d', actually. He's a maitre d', so he's a food guy. And then the, some TV execs went, oh, he's kind of charming and delightful and handsome. Let's get him to host this dating show. Here he is in the camp and it's night time and he's wielding quite a big knife hmm. um, on a rock and, and he's preparing some food and it's quite dark. I don't know how you lot are doing this without glasses. Well, I can't see anything. Do you wear contact lenses? No. Do you have that surgery thing? Yeah, I did, but it's not like... The best. I had it because I'm old. Oh, My eyesight wasn't so good and I had to have glasses. I'm 51. Yeah, but that's not old, though. Yeah, but I'm not 26 anymore, am I? I could be your dad. Pardon? I could be your dad. No, my dad was way older than you. Yeah, but I could still be your dad. Mm, No, I don't think so. I didn't say anything about it last night because I was kind of just annoyed about it. So I slept on it and I kind of thought about it and I was just like, this is not the kind of person I want to be around. Right. So I could she be your starts, dad. I could still be your dad. Yeah, but so she starts overreacting straight up. He's just saying, you know, as you do, I'm 51, I could be your dad. I'm twice your age, basically. He's just going... Yeah, but you really rammed that point home, didn't you? Like, okay. You and I may disagree on that because I think she's having a massive overreaction, as 26-year-olds fucking do these days. <laughs> now, so he, I found out he hosts first dates. His name is Fred Sirieu or something like that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful French name. He hosts first dates. Right. Nella Rose, if I may give you her um, occupation. Uh, professionally as Nella Rose, is a Belgian media personality. Mm-hmm. I love it when they just start with media personality. She set up a YouTube channel. It's hard for me to find more details than that. Um, <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> Embarked on a career in the media and has gone on to present Catfish UK as well as the red carpet event at the Brit Awards. Okay. She began fronting the Channel 4 digital series, Tapped Out, and is also appearing as a contestant on the 23rd series of I'm a Celebrity. That's the biggest thing she's done. Yep. Okay, look, on a show like this, I noticed it's a little bit strange that he kind of pushed the point a few times, right? But then she's gone away and thought more about Has it. She and what? then she's done a piece to camera oh. to throw him under the bus. You ain't heard nothing yet. This is what she thinks the morning after. And by the way, the morning after, she's refusing to speak to him. He's just saying, good morning. Everyone's going, good morning, everybody. Good morning, hello. Good morning, morning. So he says, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Nella. Nothing. Good morning, Nella. Nothing. Good morning, Nella. Nothing. She flatly refuses to speak to him. So then she goes in and she explains why. I don't want to talk to you. What have I done to you? You made a comment yesterday. What did I say? And you know know what comment you said. No, what did I say? So you know that my mum's dead. And you know, and you know that my dad's dead. You know that, right? Yes. Every time I want to get creative around the fire, or I want to have something my way, my own food that I'm Uh entitled to, my way, you tend to get an attitude. Okay. So yesterday, when I wanted to burn fat that you was gonna throw away anyways, you turned around to me with an attitude and said, 
You know I could be your dad, right? No. I don't care how you said it. To me, that's disrespectful. And I don't want to talk to you. I don't okay. want to talk to you. I don't want to be around you. And it's cool. Don't bring up my dead parent. Are you stupid? You're a weirdo. I am You're so a weirdo. sorry. You... Oh, my God. Um, what? Okay, so she's gone next level now. Yeah, and that's not what happened at all. But, okay, I just want to give another... I know I seem like I'm defending her yeah. here. But, okay, so what happens in these weird shows yeah. is that a producer... Yeah. ...is in her ear. As yeah. in, not in her ear at the time, but they manipulate them, right? And, yeah. get, and they throw thoughts into them because she sounds crazy, right? Yeah. So, but the thing is, where? how did it escalate? Fuck if I know, mate. I, All I'm I saying, know is my, my point is there's a producer gone, behind the scenes. My, he's gone, oh, yeah, my eyes don't work that well anymore. I'm 51. She's going, oh, well, that's not old. And he goes, well, I could be your dad. Hmm. I could be your dad. And she's like, oh, okay. And now she's going, yeah, well, I wanted don't to do something at the dad. fire and mm. you know my dad's dead. And with an attitude, you said I could be your dad. It's like, no, that's not the conversation. Mm. And also you're saying, then she goes to him, are you stupid? You're a weirdo. Mm. I won't speak to you. Yeah. And somehow he's the asshole. Yeah, I know. I, I'm just, I just think that these kinds of shows – we see this part play out, yeah, and it does seem mad, yeah. But I'm just explaining because I, I did pick up when you know he he brought it up the first time. It was I like, guess oh, you he's like, oh, du- he's doubling down, right, on this I point. I just didn't hear that at and that's, all. But then for it to get, and I haven't heard this before at all. No, but you can tell that there are producers in this manipulating the situation this somehow. This is why I, you know, you always ask me. Sense. This is why you always ask me, and why I could would never go no. on one of these shows. You know the Carrie Ann situation. One hundred percent. Because I'm the, like, mm. where's the gratitude, mate? You've got a YouTube channel and you've hosted a red. No, listen to me. And you've hosted a red carpet. Yeah. And now you're on a big TV show. Where's the fucking gratitude? What is no, with you? No, but because she's still famous in her world. Oh, my God. No, but she is. She's got everything that the old school used to have, which was you go on TV, you get fame and all that kind of stuff. So she's got that. It she gets has- worse. I should say, though, I want you to hear the third bit because I'm operating from a place where I've heard this next bit. Then he apologises, and I don't think there's any... I don't know how he could have apologised better than this and she's still being an absolute asshole. Here's his apology and her reaction. First of all, I am sorry I've offended you. Okay. I am unaware that you felt offended. Mm-hmm. I am unaware that what I said, you know, would lead to this conversation. Mm-hmm. I only said that in a way because I am older than you. I'm 51 and you're 26. I'm not stupid. Nella, it wasn't you're not like going to little girl me. You're not. Nella, it wasn't like that at all. Okay, it wasn't like that. I promise you it wasn't okay. like that. Okay. On my children's life, it okay, wasn't like thank that. You. Thank you. If However, I made a mistake and I said something that offended you. I'm really okay, sorry. Cool. I'm really sorry you feel Thank like you. this. I accept your apology. I really feel sorry. But, but in order for but, us to live in this camp together, I don't want to eat no food that you're cooking. Don't talk to me. You stay over there. I stay over here. And we can live. Yeah? He gave me just such a sh- apology that he didn't mean he was smiling half the time. This is not the kind of person I want to be around. These are not the kind of comments I want to be subject to. No, mate. Yeah, okay. She's, she's a bit mad. Yeah, right? Yeah. And I, I, I take what you're saying. You're right. I'm being naive. Like, yes, they're drumming up the drama. Some, maybe she is. Maybe, well, cause maybe she's just sense. mad. It doesn't. But I always think that when I watch these shows. Th- these but shows, we all forget about it, right? Like Married at First Sight. We all forget that, you know, these I people. don't watch those shows. Oh, come on, mate. I, I swear at first to God. Sight? I don't. But, but uh, the only time I think I see these people is in these clashes of culture. Yeah. Where I suddenly. And it's age that's yeah, usually the. I see a grab where it's like. A girl from maths calling Carrie Ann the sea bomb. I'm like, the fuck? But you know, when you say you wouldn't go on one of these shows, yeah. I think that you're smart enough to know exactly what's going on when someone no, I'm walks. Not. Yes, you are, no, I'm mate. Not. I'd when be someone like, walks over to you, no, you're not like hack. No, but I would be. I think like, in the moment, like- in no, but I think in the moment, or like this Frenchie. I'd be like, I'd be caught out. These kids would run circles around well, are, me, mate. I mean, we, we, we know one, or I know one, they that is extremely circles. smart at this system. Yeah, they'd run circles around me, mate. They would make me look like a racist, homophobic, every phobic. They would make me look like a villain hmm. by Tuesday lunchtime hmm. in one of these shows, I tell you. Yeah. They would, oh, my God. Because they, that's what but they is it, do. Okay, all right. And I just, I just want to defend them. 
Which ones? The, the younger ones, yeah, right? right? Because are they easier for the producer to manipulate? But you're no, they you're play- in the zone of uh, uh, you're in the zone of like okay, I've earned this stature in uh, you know this this this. No, it's not that. Right? I'm an honest person. I feel no, like but- they uh, they play the game. They like if I make this person look bad, if I throw a tantrum and say. He's saying he's my dad, and I my dad's dead, and he's. I'm gonna get more airtime. I get the airtime. Yeah, no, That's what I'm saying. Jamie yeah. Lynn Spears is in there. Her sister is the biggest superstar in the world, the most controversial human being on the planet right mm. at the moment. Her little sister's in there, too scared to speak. Mm. This girl, Nella, happy to talk. Ha- and not only that, she Stir knows she understands that the way she's going to come out more famous than when she went in. Mm is to get airtime, to stir shit up, to create moments moments where out of nothing, mm. out of this bloke who's trying not to cut his fingers off in the dark, mm. just going, no, I, I could be your father. I'm, I, I am old. I, that's what he was saying. He's being self-deprecating. I am old. She turns it into every time I try and cook, you say, and you know my father's dead and you made that a big thing and she's turned this into days totally. of airtime. My thing is... That the producers know the characters of the people they've done like, yep. pro- so they know that what she wants is she wants fame, right? Yes. I'm going I'm to put you in the show. You don't want fame. You don't care about fame. You've had fame I'd be because there for of the your ca- skill set. I'd right? be there for the cash. No, but yeah, you'd be there for the cash for the for the Shane Warren two million dollar cash and right? the smoke breaks and the smoke. Even breaks. though but I don't this smoke, I still right? want the breaks. Yeah. You've had fame in your life yes. and you know what it brings to you. It doesn't bring you anything. This girl does not know that, yeah. but the producer knows that she wants it. Yeah. So she's going to be in her ear manipulating. If the producers know that you don't, your sore point is. You've had headlines about you saying that you're yeah. all of these horrendous things Pick that it. you're not, right? Yeah. That's what happens. I know. So I don't see also – I know that this young girl, is, is she's annoying. I yeah. get that. But I still see it as there's this layer that we're all still accepting that these producers behind the scenes yes. – what's that bloody TV show yes, with – Yes, um, I loved it. What was it called? Uh, in the, the Rachel, about, Rachel and bloody – The one about the producers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rachel um, was the producer and then yeah. there was the older producer that was like with the short bob. Oh, my God. I loved it. Uh, I'll, she, I'll think of it in a second. Constance someone or something. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing, that show. But that's what I – mean mm. how are we not all worked out that this is what's going on and this is why i think I, and i feel sorry for her, this young girl who just wants fame but doesn't know, doesn't know what to do with it do you know what i mean no way fuck her no she, what do you mean because she is using she's 26 this, mate they are devils these kids no but this is what they this is all they know they are ruiners when you were 26 and you wanted to no, build a, hang on when you I wanted to build a career social media was not there i would never social have done media it this there. way you had to get on a stage yep. and do a comedy show yeah, i had to work yeah no but this is the new way no i would never have destroyed another I'm not saying person this is right to what she's it. doing no. though but the way that people become yeah Famous these days, like look at Cat Clark that we spoke to the other week. She doesn't destroy other people. She's she a lovely does girl. Her, she does her she's own. She's got a family. Thing. She's doing the Kardashian style thing. That's she's a lovely right. girl. She shows her family. They all look hot. Yeah, if you put her and her daughter on, um, so I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Mm. That I don't think they would find ways to niggle other people and make them look bad. Mm. To get their own screen time. Mm. I just don't think they're those humans. No, they wouldn't be on but TV that much. Those humans exist and they would target someone like me. I'd be wandering around the bloody <laughs> billabong and some <laughs> some mole would come over and get me into a conversation that would ruin my life. But would it ruin your life? <laughs> and my children's lives. But I also think, aren't you smart enough to get through one of those conversations? Unreal is the show. No, are you Unreal. joking? That, Unreal, great yeah, show. That's the show. No, mm. but that's how I got done over on social media so many times. It's just like... The trouble with me is I am quick-witted. I can fire back and I can, I'm smart enough and I can beat yeah. them every day, but mm. you don't have to beat them in the moment in a conversation. I can outwit them. I can outsmart them. I I have the receipts of things that I've done, you know, to support every community going, yeah, but, but none you, of but that matters. That I've known you for years now and I know that every one of those things that's been raised about you is completely false. Of course. Completely false, of right? Course. But I also know that those things being said about you hurt you. Not only so that. So people know what to do exactly. and what to say to hurt someone like you who have – you've been a, a, an advocate for all of these people. Of course. So it's going to hurt you the most if, if they push that button. And it hurts your career because Does people – Yeah, because people believe it. I know there's a – Who produ- believes it? I know there's who a – Who believes I know that bullshit? There's a producer at Sunrise who won't have me on because yeah. she says I'm too dangerous. Mm-hmm. 
Like, are you fucking joking? I've mm. been doing live television for 30 years, love. Yeah, but that person doesn't know what they're doing there. They're it's just, exactly. They're, they're, they're just trying to keep their job desperately. I know. And I could help them, actually. But whatever. What do you mean? Well, Why I, would you? No, because I'm good on television. But my point is, it's like, if they're going to believe Daily Mail headlines or, you know, that's what I mean. It's like, people stir shit up. But can I, okay. You know, when you just said it's affected your career. No, I'm happy no, but now. This is the, no, here's the but thing, But there though. were You're, years. Okay, no, let's talk about that Channel 7 scenario. Yeah. Right? For you to go on that... TV show yeah. Sunrise mm. and talk to their five viewers. I know, right? Is no point when you've got a, a podcast, two podcasts now that sit at the top of the charts on the comedy podcast that's and what the I mean. true crime podcast. It doesn't so worry me what, now. That's but what I'm saying. Her job is very limited in an old medium. Yes, but there were years. You know, it's taken me years of hard work and faith mm. to get to where I am now. There mm. were years in between where I was thinking, "Oh God, I they have destroyed me." Mm. You know. There were years when mm. I was scared, when mm. I thought I was done for. Mm. Because back in those days, let's go back five, six years ago, yeah. uh, the, the relationships with the you know the, the overlords yes. still mattered at that point. Yes. But now the world is, you can create your own world. Yeah, totally. And you can do it the way that you want to do well, it. Well, yeah. And thanks to the listeners of Can We Be Real for just like giving me the courage and the confidence again. Mm. You know, we started another podcast mm-hmm. and people came mm-hmm. and it you know, help me see again. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't need those fucking idiots. I don't care but what I think, they think. I, I think audiences are getting smarter now as well. Like, I, I think that's what annoys me about these about these producer scenarios, oh, right? Because absolutely. I'm like, because they know, think I, I people do, are I do stupid. feel sorry for that 26 year old girl. I do because I think she. I know she's playing the game, but she's that desperate to get famous. But she doesn't even know why the fuck she wants to be famous. She doesn't even know what she's going to do with that fame when she gets the fame. I can't feel sorry do you know for what I mean? them because I know she would destroy me if she thought it would get her somewhere. I cannot feel sorry for those people. I cannot. But I will say that, um, yes, absolutely, it is a great feeling to know that that we don't need overlords and that they, those executives, entertainment executives, have such a low opinion of listeners and viewers. Oh, yeah. Like they're the ones who would say to us in radio, don't talk for longer than three minutes. People don't have the attention span to listen. I'm sure that you would have had this scenario when you were working in radio. Um, they would do a listener party yep. where they would invite you know, 500 listeners to come along and you'd go to a nightclub and you'd all get drunk together. Yep. And I always found it extremely weird and I'd never go into the area, but they would put like a little roped off section yeah. where the radio announcers and the executives and the and the people that worked at the radio station could hang out mm. and then all of the other people would be, as yep. in the listeners would be, the yeah. people that actually are the boss of of the yeah. the reason why we're all there, mm. and I always found that disgusting, uh, and also like you know that there would be the executive saying, "Well, don't you spending all of the time with the listeners, you know, because they'll annoy you." And it's just like the reason I want to be there is because I want to hang out with those people, <laughs> yeah. you know, like what the fuck, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, definitely. They just don't get it. They were so fun and hilarious. Yeah. I have great memories, like memories of whirling around this. Um, we had this party, this singles party, where we had some kind of software where people could text this number and the their messages would go up on a screen. Mm-hmm. So, like, everyone had a number and you'd be able to go, hey, number 69, obviously. <laughs> you remember how great listeners are. 100%. I think maybe it was well, the we over-analyzing. It was the over-analyzing of who the listeners the, are all the time. The executives. Yeah. Like, the, the way that they would talk about the listener, it, it was just like they were these foreign people. That, you know, like, I was It like, was like what? they could turn on you so easily. They kind of made me yeah. feel like, you know, they could hate me so easily. So... Again, a bit like Jamie Lynn. I was just kind of really scared all the time of messing up. And then obviously I got over that fear. (laughs) But, yeah, once you're with people, you realise, oh, that's right, people are great. Mm. People are so nice, you know. Yeah. And that's when people say to me sometimes, oh, you know, do you get recognised or whatever. And I do sometimes and people are always just so nice. Mm. People are so fun and so kind and people are nice. Have you seen the movie Bombshell? Yeah. Where the Megan Kelly's character is at the, I think she may have been at like a, a Woolworths, the American version of Woolworths. Mm. Actually, no, it's Nicole Kidman's character, whoever Nicole Kidman's playing, yep. who's the other anchor on the network, yeah. is at the shopping centre. And then this lady in the shopping centre starts like hurling abuse at like, wow. how can she, you know, be saying these disgusting things on this TV show and all that, you know, obviously yeah, yeah. Fox News. Have you ever had a moment in your career where someone's given you that? Brutal feedback to your face. Oh, no. Only one time have I been approached with any negativity, and that was over the Margaret Court fucking interview on the project. It was an old man who approached me at my local shops, and 
he, we ended up having a great conversation. I explained to him because what happened was we spoke to Margaret Court. It was about homophobia. That's right. And she was being quite homophobic on the show, wasn't she? Well, yeah, she said I mean, something that's, quite homophobic. That's her life. And um, the controversy was that we we gave her a hard time and we butted. Well, you should. Exactly. That's our job. And we butted in a few times. So I think it was a classic mis, um, misfire on their part, to be honest, for a lot of reasons. One was that she's an old lady. And it, Sorry, it felt, I know, but I, I don't. But I don't get that. From why, an audience, why do we have to be from an audience perspective? It looked like we were badgering an old lady, and I think it could have been very easily different. It could have been better if it had been a pre-recorded interview, and they pre-recorded most of their interviews. But because this was live, mm. we only had say I don't know six minutes or whatever, mm. and so we had people in our earpieces saying, "Move on, move on, move on." Ask this one, ask that one. Mm. So you are constantly, not only are you trying to listen to so many things at once, someone in your ear listening to what she's saying, listening to the other hosts around you, you do inevitably butt in, talk over her, say, but Margaret, you know, and when she's trying to talk, and I think for a viewer, that feels like badgering her, bullying sure. bullying an old lady. So I think- The for old a, lady thing though, I think is, you should be older and wise enough yes. not to say stupid things like that. But I, I, got, we got, I got a lot of feedback from people saying, I don't agree with her, but- you guys were so, disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, so I think from home, it felt like. A bit of bullying going on. Yes. Yep. And as I say, it could have been easily fixed by mm. simply pre recording it. We could have taken 15 minutes. Mm. Put the right bits to air. Yeah. You know, and so, but oh my God, that was one of those occasions where I. You know what, though? This is the so thing, much shit but, for weeks and months online social media and not one fucking phone call or moment of support from the project. Of course, though, mate, because they're dogs. They are. This, and, is, this is the thing, though, right? Uh, I think when you're in a moment like that with a like a, a really heated political issue yeah, where you know that there's going to be a group of people that are going to be like, stand up for us here. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You're going to be in the moment. You're going to, your adrenaline is going in that moment as well. You've got to get in there. And you, so I understand from your side yeah. why it probably you have to. You're feeling the responsibility. You've got to cut sure. her off a bit, you yeah, know, because yeah. she's, she's saying the wrong shit. Yeah, absolutely. You're feeling the responsibility to represent a group of people. Who of have course, been squashed. Of course, there's no gay representata- representation on the panel. But as I say, when I explained that to the man who approached me at the chemist, um, he was really good about it. Mm. I just said to him, I, I understand what you're saying. This was the situation. It was live, da-da-da. He was really good about it. I think that's the one thing I really love about podcasting now as well is that you have the time oh, yeah. to talk everything right out. Yes. You know, and even if you, we're going to talk things, things and like make that. mistakes, but yeah. you can you can still go hang on and explain it out to bring the audience. Bring things like that to the light is so um, I, can't, I can't even tell you cathartic is the word. And just today, I was reading a, a piece about a journalist um, who used to work at Channel Ten who's bringing legal action because she's got PTSD from she's saying from um, things that she had to report. She had to report on bushfires and things like that, and she feels as though she didn't get support. And mm. I'm like. I get it, girl. I get it. There's a lot of just like throwing throwing people at news and at stories and then just expecting you to just get up and keep going. Because they're so desperate. It's actually not about news. It's They're so desperate for ratings. That's right. Airtime. Yeah. Everyone's got to be on it. Radio's the same. You know, when there's a big story, you've got to be on it. And who's, first. Who's there? Who's Have you got the pictures? Have you got the sound? Have you got it? Have you got mm. the story? Have you got a guest? Have you got someone? And she's saying... You know, she was pushed to go and report on this, like, families that were desperate trying to escape fires. Like, yeah. it was really hard on her. A lot of legal action flying around the media at the moment. And Australia's a small media industry, so where yeah, that's but we're going... we're a strange media industry as uh, well. Very, very. I think. Yeah. It's interesting to see where, where it's going. Because when you talk to it, like, I talk to some friends in New Zealand... Mm. And they're just like, it sounds toxic as fuck in Australia. I'm like, mm, yeah. what's it like over there? They said it's a lot more friendly over here. Yeah. Like, when, I, when I tell stories, obviously we've both got stories from, you know, what's happened. Oh, we got stories. They just go, none of that shit happens over here. That's so I guess maybe Australia just has a bit of a Murdoch's Aussie, isn't he? No, he's actually an American citizen. No, no, he took American citizenship. I'm listening to a- But gr- he's an Aussie. Yeah, he was born, born in Australia. But I'm listening to a great podcast about him- um, about Murdoch at the moment, and I think that's maybe what it's called, Murdoch, by mm. a former Australian journal, uh, journalist from The Australian. It's bloody good about yeah. the history of Rupert. Yeah, it's awesome. And talking to some great guests, guys who've known him for decades, guys who've worked with him, guys who are still, like, very pro 
staunch, some of them, and some of them who aren't. And um, yeah, it's a great podcast and it's a great insight into the evolution of Australian media. And, you know, it talks about how when he was a young bloke and came back to Australia to run his newspaper in Adelaide, hmm. he was a progressive. He was like shaking up the media and the, the so conservative why did media. He change money. He he just realised they championed a case in South Australia, and they lost advertisers and they had to go to court and all of that. And apparently, he just went, "Oh, actually, this is this being a fucking good guy is really expensive. Expensive. Um, it just didn't make sense from a business perspective. And they reckon that was the moment where he went, okay, fuck this. <laughs> just let's just go for money.'" Wow. Yeah, let's just be a business. And from that point on, he's just pursued the best business idea. Wow. Yeah, fascinating. So anyway, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. UK. Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah, babes. You won't see much of her, but she's there. <laughs> so is she still in it Like as we speak while we're recording yeah. this episode? I don't think anyone's left yet. Nella is top of the pops to leave. They they put her, the audience put her in a Bush Tucker trial. They don't like her either, babes. Mm. There's a lot of controversy about her. She's certainly going to be famous when she gets out and um, she's odds on to be the first out of the jungle. I know you don't want to go on the show, but God, I want to see you on there and bloody hell, I'd be voting for you to do Bush Tucker trials oh, all the time. Oh, like, oh, get her on, get no, her on. Not eating anuses, no. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Secrets and a sparkle. Oh, chin chin. You hung over today, mate, because you're on a Coca-Cola. I am on the Black Doctor. No, I'm not hung over. I just, um, I don't know. It's just the weather, mate. Get it, mate. It's, it's just... hot as hell in Melbourne. It's a beautiful summer. Not that the, I mean, we're doing a podcast, so you, you could be listening to this in winter of 2024 <laughs> and going, what are you going on about? I'm such an asshole about the weather, too. I was chatting to someone in London the other day on, on Zoom, and um, I could see light on the wall behind him. I was like, oh, it looks nice and sunny. He goes... Mm. Are you joking? It's fucking December in London. No, it's not. It's freezing. I was and like, it's dark. At four in the afternoon. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was like, sorry. All right, our first secret for today. Hi, Michelle. Um, so many years ago, I had a crush on a guy that I worked with. Um, and because I worked with him, we had to kind of hide our relationship. Oh. I don't think you'd call it a relationship, but, you know, we, we had to hide our relationship. Um so one day we decided to hook up and I said to him, you organise the place. <laughs> he ended up organising us to have sex in a band room, like one of those cushioned rooms that you can kind of lock where bands practice, I guess. <laughs> he brought a blanket, oh. put it on the floor. Beautiful. We continued to have sex on the floor of the band room. So um, it was probably the worst sex of my life oh. because he couldn't get it up. I think he was, you know, very nervous and it was an unfamiliar, you know, Floor. surrounding. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I've never told anyone that secret because I'm not proud of it, but it's probably the strangest place I've ever had sex. <laughs> That's a great story. That's yeah. a great story. That's yeah. just a, like, it fits so many categories, doesn't it? Worst place, strangest place, worst route. Have you had a, uh, like, what's the strangest place? <laughs> I, I remember when I was, I think I was like 21, I had sex on the bonnet of my Daewoo. Oh, great. On Burley Hill. Oh, great. That's great. Like at five in the morning. It was like. Did you stop for Maccas on the way? No, but then <laughs> I, I was also, I was late for work mm. because I'd been like. Oh, jeez. So, 
But what was funny, my flatmate at the time was also, he was late. We worked together and I turned up, he turned up late. Yeah, I wasn't rooting him, by the way. I was going to say, okay, it's convenient. Yeah. When we came in, the boss was like, you two, get the fuck in here. I need to talk to you two. And then when I said, oh, mate, I'm so sorry. I was rooting a girl on the bottom of my day where he's like, well, you're excused. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is like <laughs> some old like, weird That PD. is brilliant. And he goes, what is your excuse to my flatmate? He goes, oh, mate, I was working on the website all night last night. And I just oh, no. slept in. And he goes, well, you're fucking not good enough, mate. <laughs> he's like berating him. He's like... Be more like bags. And I was like, oh, this is great. Well, this is CFM on the Gold Coast. What a loose place. That is brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that's I think that's the so weirdest place I've had sex. Yeah. On the Daewoo. Yeah, like, yeah. But on Burley Hill. Um, gosh, I can't I can't remember. A cubby house. A cubby house. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yours? No, not mine. But what in do a, you mean? in a rental property where the previous Someone previously had built a cubby house in the backyard and it was very tight, but it was very funny. Mm. Yeah. And it was just very, no one had used it as a cubby in a long time. So it was pretty spidery and, um, (laughs) 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 and no one even, yeah, no one even put a blanket down. Wow. Just on the wood. But at least it was a good route. Yeah. 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 So that was pretty funny Mm. fun. Do we need to patch Daddy in for Matthew to share? Oh, or do you want, I do you want that's to... got nothing. I was just trying to think then. You're just a bed guy? He's still yeah. young. Some people are bed guys. Yeah. But he's, yeah, very, he's very young. He's still a young guy. So, you know. Yeah, but this is, where the, this is where you're doing this stuff. See, I told I mean, you I, before. I'm, no, it's oh, not. You're the cubby girl. Post 40. No, the, you... the cubby was not. But I'm <laughs> telling you that post 40, I tell you, things really kick up a notch again. So you're looking for another cubby moment? Yeah, oh, happy to. I've yeah. been open to another cubby moment, I would say. <laughs> okay. Open to a cubby moment. Yeah, open to everything. After 40, guys, I'm telling you, there's something, it's a, a trigger, there's some, a flick, a, a switch flicks in your brain and you go, oh, let's do some stuff. <laughs> let's get into a cubby. Yeah, let's, let's, let's get into let's, a treehouse. What are we doing? Let's do stuff. Yeah. And if the partner says no, you go, well, fuck off, you can go then because I want to do some stuff. It's interesting. How far away are you from 40? Bags? One year. I'm 39. Oh, boy. And you, yeah. But I, can I, I'm not bragging, mm. but I think I did some stuff. I think I, I think I did. You, yep. Because you know how you were married? There'll be more. Yeah, well, we And so stuff. I had my zone in there. But there'll be and more I think stuff. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting slow. No, there'll be more stuff to come. It's going to wind back up again, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this like, like if Yulia and I got divorced or something like no, that? No, we or like do together. Stuff together, yeah. It's going to get wild together. I hope so. Otherwise, you know what's going to happen. You're going to be you're going to be boring and grumpy by fifty, and you're going to give up drinking and take up marathons. Oh fuck! Don't be that guy. She did suggest that we go to a nudist beach. There you go. Here we go. I don't, I, I don't think it's a here we go kind of yes. situation. Let's not encourage it. Why not? Are I don't you joking? Jo- go there. Oh, what if I get a boner on the joke? beach? Right? Like you're, I'm standing there and there's all these nude boobs everywhere. I'm like, oh, woo. you're joking. How many like, guys if- would give their left nut to be you? You what have you a mean? beautiful young Russian no, yeah, wife. But, but we're nude at the house. Who said, oh, what do I need to be nude at the you, beach with everybody else walking hey, around? Hey, babe, let's go to a nude beach. Yeah, I know. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, but I don't know. What? It's just not me, oh, mate. Like, this is, you know. You, you've got to start saying yes to this lady. You gotta start saying yes, just yes. Yeah, once you threw that out there, I was like, bloody hell! Shit, it's just. Did you ever go to a nude beach though with your husband? No. There we go. Well, is he still is he still around? (laughs) So did you want to go to one? Yes. Do you want to go to one now? Yes. Ring Julia. Julia. Do you want to come with us? No, just her. (laughs) 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 Ah, funny. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not my thing. We'll make it your thing, mate. What, what's the, okay? What's so appealing about being naked at a beach with everybody else? Are you joking? What Every, is it? Everyone else. That's what's appealing about it. It's just fun. Just have a go. Just have a go. Just have a go. Mm. Plus, you're lucky because you're not that famous. So it's like I'm not famous at all. Well, great. The paparazzi aren't going to be taking photos. No, no one else is going to be taking photos and sharing them out. So just go. What fun? Just mm. try it. What if the podcast gets big, though, mate? We'll do it before it does. <laughs> do it now. Do it this weekend. Before her mum arrives. All right. Uh, let's get into uh, secret number two. Hi, Michelle, Bags, Matthew. Love, love, love this show. Listen to it all the time. So years ago, perhaps 15 years ago, I cheated on my then partner, who's now my husband, with my best friend's older brother. Mm-hmm. 
big mistake. Um, later down the track, I found out when my best friend was high on mushrooms, the truth came out that actually his older brother sexually abused him for the majority of his childhood and will not acknowledge it to this day. The flip side of this secret is that my best friend's older brother tries to slut shame me from time to time when he's had a few beers and if I'm in the room, he'll try to get under my skin and I'm so tempted to lash back at him with his deep, dark shame because he threatens to tell my husband about the one stupid, drunken night we spent together. So, guys, what should I do? Oh, my God. Anonymous call to the cops. I don't know, but I feel like you guys will have a good answer. My God. You can't do anything like that because, like, you don't have any proof and you'll just Hmm. ruin your best friend. Is this common for uh, siblings to... Yeah. It is. It's not uncommon. So she's saying that her husband doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. know anything. Yeah. He doesn't know any of it. Mm. So I don't think you can tell anyone anything because your best friend has told you the secret. So if you say anything about it, you're just betraying your best friend. Yeah. So it's kind of like your business not, in a way. Not yeah. really. And, and yeah, his brother is an A-grade asshole. Mm. I just think... Just, how, you know, don't ever be in a room with him. Like, obviously, it's more complicated than that and you obviously socialise with them a lot still and that's difficult, but I just... You've got to be prepared to cut people out of your life. We've discussed this before. It's never as hard as it seems. But it sounds like she has to discuss this with a few people. Like, we have to cut these people yeah, out. Yeah, and with your best friend too. This is um, This is the reality of sexual assault in families, isn't it? And this is the reality of sexual assault, really, honestly, of children is that it's usually can committed by family members or close friends, mm-hmm. which means that usually for the rest of your life, that person's in your in your life. like mm. Or not usually, but oftentimes. Oftentimes it's complicated for the rest of your life. That person is at Christmas or they are like this situation. They are still, no one else knows. He's still your brother. It's complicated. And people are saying, you know, why don't you love your brother or why don't totally. you love your sister or what's why, why are you guys always fighting yeah. and, and you can't really say, well, fuck, this is why. Yeah. You know, like, because if you expose it, then... It's huge and for yeah. whatever reason, he obviously thinks, oh, I can't tell my parents for whatever reason. Like, families are complicated. So, yeah, I've met, we've met through the other podcast, Australian True Crime, so many people who... Honestly, so many people who are talking to us about one crime who will then say, oh, and I don't want this in, you know, this is off the record, but I was also sexually assaulted by this member of my family. And Mm. for that reason, I'm estranged from this half of the family or Mm. from whatever, you know. So it's, yeah, it just, it's, there's a lot of families with this going on quietly. And so the person that's been estranged, are they the person committing the crime? No, sometimes it'll be half the family doesn't believe me or half the family is sided with the offender because they don't believe me that it happened or all of these complications. Or as I say, I, you know, I go to Christmas and mum still insists on having him there, Hmm. even though she knows it happened. She's in denial. Yeah. 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 Or she said it happened a long time ago or. Happened a long time ago. People, honestly, the things people say about this stuff. So like, you know, this Poor guy, the best friend, he's like, oh, well, my brother sexually assaulted me through my whole childhood and now denies it ever happened. Mm. So where do you go from there? I mean, where do you go? Mm. So how do you, how do you file uh, this oh, one? Oh, my God. It's a bit good like you fuck, to be honest, mm. because I do think the only way forward is to cut the brother out of your life. I should not mean that you have to cut your best friend out of your life. And So what's the first step? Like, Talking what- to your best friend and saying, I... I don't want your brother in my life. He is a toxic, bad person, and I don't think you should have him in your life either. But obviously that's a bit more difficult because he's your brother and it's hard to say to the rest of your family, I don't want to see Kevin ever again in my whole life and I can't tell you why. That's hard. Like, mm. But I think for this lady, I don't know, you're going to spend, you know, how, how much more of your life do you spend mm. with this guy just, you know, holding this over you? Yeah, bringing it up when he's had a few beers. Yeah, because... It sounds like it's a lot. Would be a lot easier to blow your marriage up than for you to 
you can't hurt him because whatever you say, he'll just deny it. Hmm. No, I didn't, you sick bitch. No, I didn't. No, I never touched my brother. You know, he's obviously that kind As of... As you were saying that, I can literally picture that. Exactly. Yeah. Right? This is the kind of person he is. So yeah. you can't win. Well, You've just got to eradicate this from your life. Yeah, and you're right. She's already got that excuse of knowing that about him. Yeah. So she could just use that as the reason that she doesn't want to hang around him. Absolutely. I think you should tell your husband that. I think that's fair enough to confide in your husband what you know about your best friend and his brother. And yeah, that's your reason. All right, let's get into our next secret. So my secret is about 15 years ago, I had a one night stand with somebody and we used a condom, which at the time I wouldn't have normally used a condom. So I'm not sure why we did this particular night, but we did use a condom, but I couldn't find it. And we searched the bed afterwards and we were at a loss of as to where this condom had gone. Um, anyway. So we decided to just not worry about it and um, he left. I'd never seen him again. The next day I was at work and um, one of the guys I work with um, mentioned that maybe I should look inside me, to which I then found this condom a whole day later and it was it's pretty disgusting um, and I've never forgotten it. Oh. But all's well that ends well. <laughs> Who's having those conversations at work? Like, I, I love let's, that. Let's picture us at Kiss in, on Brecky. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you've come in and you've gone bags. Yeah, you're playing a bit of... Um, Had a bit of a route yesterday. Yeah. In the cubby house. In, well, yeah, we're playing a song. Uh, Matthew's gone out. Matt, Matt Tilly's gone out to get his cereal. Yeah. And we're playing a bit of Put Your Hands Up for Detroit. Right. <laughs> and... Um, you've just leaned over the desk and, and gone, I go, mate. oh, God, big one. Big one last night, Bad. <laughs> tell you what. Bloody hell. What happened? Oh, God. Had a, had a bloke over. Don't yeah. know. I've don't know. Uh, never seen him before. Mm. Wouldn't think I'm going to see him again. Mm. Tell you what I can't find. Mm. The condom. Have a dig around downstairs, mate. Do you think I should? Who, like, who's saying that do you at think, work? Is that, what you th- is that what you'd do, Bags? What would you no, do? I wouldn't say that. No, no, but I'm, 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 just saying, I'm still role-playing. I'm still role-playing. Yeah. Is that what you'd do? Would you have a dig around downstairs? Have a dig around downstairs. Okay, I'll be back in a minute. What, what's next? Have we got news? Add the news? <laughs> <laughs> have I got time to do it now? <laughs> just do it here, mate. Oh, thank you, Bags. All right, I will, because the desks were quite high, Matthew, for context. Oh, right, okay, yeah. The yep. desks oh, were quite high, and no. if there was no one in the news booth, I could get away with it. <laughs> Because that was behind Just, us. Who is doing that in a workplace, bringing that up? I love it. Do you? Yeah, I'd love more info about the workplace. I would like to know where the workplace was. Far out. It sounds like a mechanic or something How like well that. did you know? Have a dig around It's there. so funny you say that because I was picturing like a Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. I was picturing a more, much <laughs> right, more. Or Wendy's. Yeah, like a much more youthful kind of vibe. Subway kind of vibe. Yeah, Subway. Mid, mid-sandwich making. Yeah, gloves. You've already got the gloves. <laughs> Yeah, and you go. Have a dig around before you put the ham on. I can't find the condom. I'm not even joking. Far out. Now, I'm learning a lot of this podcast. I mean, this has come up a few times now where Losing condoms are just con- hanging up in the vagina a bit. They can. It can happen. It can definitely happen. Um, best thing to do is have a bath and relax. A warm bath. Yeah, that's and that's professional advice coming from a, a brothel receptionist. If anything's stuck up there, have a bath. Because the more you worry, the tighter your muscles Right. Just relax, love. Have a bath and it'll slide right out. Mm, there you go. Yeah. How do you file that one? Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love your relationship with your coworker. Yes. I love that. Very personal. Yeah. Good. I'd love to know where you were working. Yeah. Is there an HR department there? Oh, God. Danny is thinking, oh, thank Fucking God. These thank, two. Danny said, thank God I was not HR in that environment. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into our final secret. A couple of years ago, when my son was still young, I was breastfeeding him. And while I was at work, mum and dad looked after him. So I had a bit of a backup supply in their freezer of frozen breast milk in case mum needed some for my son. And I went to pick him up one day. My It was a hot day. My dad had like a, an ice block. And I was like, what's that? It's like frozen milk. And I was like, oh, Cool. Because um, I, I didn't have the heart to let him know that he was actually eating a, a frozen ice block of my breast milk. Oh, hmm. wow. We've discussed this before, haven't yeah. we? Have you ever tried breast milk? And you had Kate Langbrook's breast milk I have had Kate, in your coffee. I have had Katie's and not my own. It's sort of yellow, too. I mean, he would notice the difference. <sighs> oh, yeah. Jesus. It's not white. He'd notice. I mean, you're, he's, and it's a bit gamey, I think. He, uh, your dad's a wild one, or maybe mm. he was his eyes weren't what they used to be. But they're funny, aren't they? The way they'll just take anything out of the freezer and give it a suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> old man. So, oh. is that something that you're doing? What's that? Freezing it? Freezing. Yeah, milk. you can do. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then what? You melt it down. 
and give it as a yeah. Kids not ro- sucking the ice yeah, block like yeah. pop. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. You just um. Yeah. You just melt it down. You just put yeah in a cup with boiling water. Anyway, I'll talk you through it when the time comes. Yeah. Right. But um. Yeah. Pops. What are they like? They're gross. <laughs> They'll eat and drink anything. Mm. Are they? You know how men the old fish men, fingers. Yeah. Like things in packets. See how old men will just wrap shit in Glad wrap and and then just take it out years later and not know what it is. And yeah. my, my dad used to do that. Mm. Did yours? Yeah. Oh Christ! Things, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it wouldn't—he wouldn't hesitate to just see some frozen liquid in the freezer on a hot day and just pull it out and give it a suck. It could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a bit weird. It could be a sample yeah. or something. It could be oh yeah, weird. How do you file that? Uh, I love it. Yeah, I love it, and I love you. Uh, yes, breastfeeding mama. Good yeah. for you. All right. If you have a secret and you want to share it with Michelle, go to the link in the bio or you can go to Michelle's Instagram page. That is it for today. We hey, will yeah. Don't forget the um the secret mega mix coming up on Christmas Day. Well, we, I mean, yeah, depending had, when you're listening to this though. Yeah. Because you, you know. You might have missed it, but it, it it'll still be sitting there. Totally. We're gonna have the grease. Oh, the grease mega mix in between, yeah. But I've had a lot of feedback about that. People totally. are really looking forward to boomboxing the, the secret mega mix. On Christmas Day. Because I know Aldi had a boombox recently. We've got a lot of people sending us that, didn't we? Saying, Loving boom boxes. Guys, Aldi's got the boom yeah. box on the go. The good people at, at uh, totally. Anko have got a few boom boxes. So yes. got a lot of options to boom box the secret mega mix around the pool on yes. Christmas Day. <laughs> uh, we will see you next Tuesday. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.